0: Well, 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 I've got a pretty special list for you today, one that's pretty much guaranteed to have you laughing into your P3 protein snack. We already know how funny some of the characters inside MMA already are, but I wanted to take a look today at those people who are genuinely hilarious when all they're doing is just being themselves, really. So sit back and prepare to look like that crazy person that's just laughing out loud by themselves, because I'm Balian from MMA on Point, and these are the 10 most unintentionally hilarious MMA fighters. Number 10, Ken Shamrock. From the world of pro wrestling and birthed into MMA came one of the most bodied up tough guys you'd ever meet. And I don't know about you, but a macho man like Ken Shamrock tried desperately on a daily basis to live up to his own stereotype is pretty entertaining. Especially when the people he's trying to intimidate are also trained professional cage fighters. Because I'm going to spank your ass. <laughs> Honestly, it's not even that I don't believe all the things he promised to do to people. It's just, well, he's very serious, isn't he? Yeah, and the absolute conviction with which he delivers his threats often gave us the MMA community a chance to chuckle, especially with how easy it was to apparently get under his skin. And not gonna lie, it was hilarious. He had a back and forth with Tito on Tough, which involved the insults "bitch monkey" and "marshmallow boy." And even when he was leading the dance, he didn't always have the best one-liners, did he? Because that's all you do is open your trap. I'm gonna knock your hair black. <laughs> <laughs> You get him, Ken. Ken's career was pretty much a series of press conferences and interviews where he got super-duper mad and promised to beat people into a living death and then just delivered some of the most passive performances you could imagine. But the rage! Come on, when will that not be hilarious? Number 9, Tony Ferguson. what Hey, did that catch any of you sleeping? In all fairness, there's an endless amount of entertaining things about El Kakui, but I think you can summarise what I'm getting at best when he literally dropped the one-liner of the year. You got Dana White privilege. We all fell about laughing, and then a couple of months later, he's sternly telling us that... I don't think that shit's very funny. No. You do, maybe. Look, we get your point, Tony, but if I'm being honest, that was pretty hilarious. With Tony, though, it's really his unpredictability, his intensely serious nature, and his outright kookiness, and the way he can sort of switch between them like an MMA Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. I mean, I've never seen anyone bring a baseball to a press conference, or invent workouts with quite as many flips, or I mean, just randomly bust out some dance moves at a stare down. And even when he's being super serious and super intense, it's still hilarious. Remember when he dropped that stone-cold one-liner on Fabrizio Badoum during an interview? In hold minute, on, I'm talking, minute. brother. Where he not only stood up to a heavyweight, but just shut him down. Yeah, and this phrase became a meme in itself and kept us laughing for quite a while. Right, that the belt is not real. Hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. brother, I'm talking. Michael Chandler. <laughs> Tony is always unashamedly himself, and as a media member or fan with El Cucuy, well, you could never be quite sure what you're going to get. Raise your hands if you enjoyed the fight. You didn't enjoy it? Number eight, Yoel Romero. I think the landscape of MMA would be a hell of a lot darker without the sunny disposition of Yoel Romero. I mean, he just has so much wisdom to impart. Everything is possible in your life when you believe. Everything is possible. And yes, he's trying to deliver a heartfelt message, but goddamn is the man intense. Yet at the same time, he's one of the more playful characters in the sport. For as scary as he is, there just doesn't seem to be an abrasive bone in his body, and his playful attitude towards, well, cage fighting is just a breath of fresh air. When it comes to trash talk, Yoel isn't trying to scare anybody. I mean, the amount of times he told Mike Bisping he loved him. I love you, Mike. I love you, Mike. Such a nice guy. Now, to be fair, Yoel is also a bit of an entertainer. And yeah, he does silly voices, makes up songs, and generally clowns around until it's time to fight, and then he just blows people's heads off. And then immediately gives them a kiss and asks them to remember that sick time you had at the party together last week. Even when trying to explain fighting tactics, he's inadvertently saying things that make the whole community giggle. I mean, you can forget Diddy Boxing, eh? Even when trying to deliver other heartfelt messages, it's also just gone a bit awry. Like that time he asked everyone to no gay Jesus, or was it not forget Jesus? I'm still not too sure. Either way, I think Romero will always be entertaining, even when he doesn't really mean to. Number 7. Mike Perry For better or worse, you put a camera on Mike Perry, you might as well start a countdown because before long he's gonna say something controversial, intense, or hilarious. And you know what? If you don't like that, I ain't got even nothing to say to you. You might not know who Mike Perry is, and you might be thinking, well, who's this maniac with God's gift tattooed across his chest? Seems like a nice guy. He's a free spirit, an open book, who on occasion busts freestyles on his Instagram and dances to his opponent's walkout music. Essentially, living life with zero fucks given. I mean, just because the UFC has traditional martial artists in it, this ain't Karate Kid, okay? And someone like Mike Perry, he's got a much more realistic idea of what this sport entails. People gonna bleed and somebody might die. Mike has obviously as well tried on many occasions to make everyone laugh, but it's his naivety and his genuine honesty when talking about something he doesn't really understand that only makes things funnier. Like when he made it clear he did not understand how US taxes work. That's my money. You don't give me money if you don't want me to spend it and then you're going to come back and ask me for something later. And I mean, you can't tell me he had his girlfriend call him just to make you laugh. But you did, didn't you? Fake shaking hands with someone at the weigh-ins should be the funny part. But when Mike Perry does it and it's just him dead ass screaming in his opponent's face, yeah, that's the bit that will get you. And I'm not trying to be mean, mainly because he's so scary and serious, but there's nothing funnier than a pissed off Mike Perry. Just ask Jose Youngs. You and Luis Pena, best friends? We best friends. Your hair's pretty fucking friendly. Whether he's angry, just plain hungry, or can't control his excitement, a Platinum Perry fight week is pretty much guaranteed entertainment. Number six, Jared Canonier. There's something admirable about the honesty of Jared Canonier. He's clearly a man who's been on a few journeys in life, possibly to outer space, I'm I'm not quite sure. Either way, he's clearly done a fair amount of self reflection, and he doesn't mind sharing those stories with us, no matter how puzzling they might be. I want to travel the stars, I want to reside in the sun and see what that's like. I mean, Adam Catterall was not ready for the knowledge that was being dropped on him during that fight week. To be honest, this is a simulation. This is essentially a video game. Um, <clears throat> I'm not laughing at the ridiculousness of what he's saying. Okay, maybe a little bit. But the fact he's just so damn serious when saying it. The universe be talking to me, man. I saw a picture today on the uh, on the ground UFOs aliens descending upon earth honestly whatever gets you through fight camp mate you can't deny Jared is a unique character we've obviously all seen his collection of crystals that help manage his energies but it's straight up his honesty that can also have you spitting out a mouthful of tea when you least expect it you know it's a good thing there are toilets at every turn cuz uh you know dates have that effect on you like this elaborate story about how he got kicked out of the army i got deployed i come home i celebrate smoke some weed with my family i get back i get drug tested and they said, yeah, bye. I've even had a few laughs during his fights, like the third round against Ion Cutalaba, where he just decided to drop hands and walk towards him like a Resident Evil boss. If you're also harnessing energy from crystals and the universe, more power to you. But you can't deny Jared's stoic explanations get a few people chuckling. Number five, Brendan Sharp. After a revelation on the Joe Rogan experience, Brendan Sharp quit mixed martial arts to tell jokes for a living, and sure some of you might enjoy his stand up, but if you ask me, the best of Brig Brown happens when he's being his naive and somewhat innocent self. So you do that uh, history channel show hunting hunting Hitler. Hi Hitler, that was fun. Did you ever find Hitler? Yeah, so he died. And for someone who's supposed to be an expert on the sport, well, he does often struggle with fighter names, doesn't he? The 145 champ, Max Hollywood. Joanna Youngjenchek versus Rose Namanunez. Dan, <laughs> Dan Ho Choi. Du Ho Choi. Du Ho Choi. what I say? Dan Ho. No, I said duo. I well, like that for pronunciation. Suck on them <laughs> balls. I'm getting better. And I don't know if he's done too many food truck diaries, but he might be getting a little too literal with the meal based metaphors. If this is a big fight stew, company stew, the ratitas are the meat and potatoes. This big vat of stew, this entertainment stew, that soup, I want that. Delicious sauce, the delicious soup. Obviously, though, we have to be serious for a second and acknowledge CTE can be a real issue for retired fighters, and he often makes fun of himself for supposedly having it, and no one wants to be the guy laughing at the dude with brain damage, but considering it's apparently all in good spirits, with some of the stuff Brendan comes out with, it's almost impossible not to chuckle. Like that time he accidentally outed Joe Rogan for cheating on his wife. Listen, I know, I know some bald fucking dudes are slanging dick out there. Look at Dana White, rog- Rogan, uh, that's it. Yeah, you can just never be sure what's going to come out of Brendan's mouth when he opens it. Number four, Diego Sanchez. Yes, come on, how could we not have this list without the nightmare Diego Sanchez? An orchestrator of probably more bizarre UFC moments than most of the current roster combined. And when he tries to explain them, yeah, it doesn't really make any more sense. That's just straight up Diego entertainment for you guys. I got to keep you guys, I got to give you guys new entertainment every now and then, you know? And then it's back to freaking everyone out. No, (laughs) that's a little too much. Okay. So you might be thinking, well, Diego, what makes you wrap yourself in cling film? Carry crucifixes into the octagon? Or impersonate Jorge Masvidal in your fights? But it's got nothing to do with boxes. Diego Sanchez does not conform to the box. But it's really the intensity that Diego operates at that most people find hilarious. I mean, the guy can switch on a dime from kill mode to how I met your mother. Mr. Diego Sanchez now... Minute so good to see you. You could probably find him a role as the Joker in the next Batman remake. The game plan was play his emotions. One of my personal favorite Diego stories is one Mike Perry actually tells on his Instagram about a training partner sparring too hard with Michelle Watson and Diego putting him in his place. I said, "Hey, Diego Sanchez." This dude's being a fucking asshole sparring partner, bro. Diego said, oh yeah? Okay. Okay. Diego takes him down, humps his back. I got him with a dirty sound chest. Boom! Three fingers. Checked that oil as hard as I could. Dude gets up, he's talking shit. Dude's sticking his fingers in my butt. <laughs> All I'm saying is don't take your car to Sanchez Motors for an MOT unless you want him to check your oil personally. You don't wanna get pink-eyed, but you gotta get in there. He's quite the character, even watching him get a massage is a spiritual experience you wouldn't see outside of the exorcist. Fanatical combatant, a straight up warrior, and quite clearly a fair bit of logo. Number three, Tito Ortiz. Back in the day, Tito was great for the sport. He was a dominant champion, carried himself like a professional, and at least compared to these days, was a pretty articulate guy. I mean, sure, he still got nervous in interviews and bumbled over a few words. Take words talk cheap, man, but two head. fists would be nice and that tan t- t- But that is nothing compared to the struggle he's had recently when trying to promote his fights. And to be honest, it, it could be CTE related. I'm only 43 years old. Uh, I, I'm an old mature. I mean, I'm matured all That I mean, very fast and when he's trying to get metaphorical it just kind of all falls apart doesn't it he's he's reaching for he's reaching for those grapes he's trying to make his wine and the wine's already signing like a violin with that cheese and wine um yeah, that was pretty confusing. But I think Tito sometimes confuses himself. Is it true you're coming back in the fall, though? That the fight will be in the fall? Yes, it'll be in April. It'll be in April. April? Yeah. October. I mean, I... do you mean October or? October. Yeah, oh, okay. October. Now I said I mean October. I said April. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, I, I... Okay. Tito does know how to sell a fight, and rarely has it been with his comedy. So obviously he's not doing this on purpose. And I think it's okay to laugh along at just his general naivety. And another almost guaranteed laugh is watching him in any high-pressure situation. Of course, his time in the Celebrity Apprentice had him sweating bullets when being grilled by his teammates. Sometimes though he does just leave you scratching your head with some of the logic he comes out with. Like when talking about the fight against his deaf opponent, Matt Hamill. He doesn't have an equilibrium um, and it's easier for him to get knocked out I think Uh, and you know uh, getting dazed by punches you know it's not big punches but small punches is uh, what really dazed him the most. And I'm convinced that sometimes these days he's not even sure where he is. Las Vegas, California. Somehow though, he's still fighting. T your everybody. Number two, thug nasty, Bryce Mitchell. I'm saying it right now. I give it five years, and Thug Nasty has his own nature documentary series, except instead of searching for animals, he's probably just going to be reared naked choking out some deer. Shit, I hopped on that deer, put my left arm on it, crossed my ankles, mm-hmm. and squeezed every living shit out of it. Bryce Mitchell's just out here living his life, which might seem just plain ordinary to him, but for those of us who haven't experienced life in the wilderness of Arkansas, well, we can't help but just watch it amusement. Never cleaned a chicken before. I guess I'm going to wing it. <laughs> He's just got such an interesting perspective on life and even just getting a glimpse into how the world looks through his eyes is simply delightful. If this was mine, I'd just break it down right there, shave it down, and make an arrow shaft with it. And by his own self admission, none of this is an act or a show. He's just being himself. You know, I live in a 35 foot camper and drive a Toyota Corolla with 240,000 miles on it. I'm not trying to impress nobody. His skills in the octagon have more than impressed a bunch of people already, but damn, just watched him go about his day is more entertaining than most of the fight night on the You might hit a deer. You might have to skin that deer and throw it in the back of your car. You might have to stab somebody. There's also just stuff like his commitment to chop down a tree just because it's a great workout, bro. This thing's coming down. I've already made up my mind. And the man cuts a clean Jocko promo, I've got to tell you. Yeah, I'm not the most educated person. I can pronounce every ingredient that goes into this. He's shown off his DIY skills that almost had him lose a testicle, and he's happy to munch down some deer heart for breakfast. And he's also got puppies if you want one. As long as you're not a crackhead, I'll give you one. I mean, have you heard him preach about the ongoing war between man and raccoon? Y'all got a raccoon problem over there? Militaristic, bro. Their their mindset's just straight militaristic, bro. They got their headquarters underground. He lives an existence most of us can only dream of. In a carefree wonderland that, once you get a look inside of, is just endlessly entertained. But by far the best piece of Bryce advice I ever heard came when he was rear naked choking a deer. Could have tried guillotine, but you're giving up position. (laughs) Number one, Luke Rockold. Mixed Martial Arts wasn't ready for Luke Rockhold, a straight shooter who just tells it like it is. You're just an average bloke. Good use of English I'm terminology. A fucking samurai. I'm gonna oh, come in there silent. What the fuck? Ooh, that's a powerful man right there. But for all his warrior-like attributes, it's his general Michael Scott-like awkwardness that just makes him endearingly hilarious. <laughs> that's cool. Any given Rockhold interview could have you splitting your sides with laughter when all he's trying to do is just sell the fight. Are you confident that come Sunday, you know, I'll be writing a column about it. it's It's very likely the Luke Rockhold fights John Jones. Even his teammates know it. DC definitely knew what he was doing when he called him out of Fox. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say it! He didn't say Luke. it! Hey! He's also never afraid to engage in a little trash talk, but that doesn't exactly always play off the way he intends, does it? What, what exactly did he say to you when you guys met face to face? That I've got small feet. I'm surprised he kept a straight face through that one. Sometimes Luke doesn't even need to use his words, though. His face just says it all. Like when Ariel asked him what he thought about Paolo Costa. I think he's broken. Hmm exactly how many beats of silence are you shooting for maybe that's also though because sometimes he's not really thought through what he's actually saying I mean he did ask that girl if she spits or swallows on that dating show might want to think about the word choice on that one or when he's talking about the UFC's top three African stars coming together to fight for better pay they could have fucked they could have fucked deep and hard Yeah, you know Ariel had no idea what to do with that one. A bit like when Luke had no idea what to do with his hands that one time. And when going head-to-head in trash talk, he's been so outmatched at times, it's unfortunately almost been impossible not to laugh. Listen, you're already making excuses. You're talking about your knee, you're saying that injured. You're feathering the nest for your loss to cushion the impact. I'm just better. (laughs) I'm just just going to put an exclamation mark on this one. Either way, Luke is a nice enough guy, a great martial artist, and also randomly comes out with some of the funniest shit I've ever heard. Big shout out and thank you to Max Randall for editing this video. You can follow him on Twitter at Max underscore Randall. Shout out to Ben Rosette and the excellent music he provided during the intro video. His music can be found on streaming platforms everywhere. There is a link in the description and follow him at Ben Rosette on Instagram and on Twitter thank you very much for watching everyone today please go ahead and like and subscribe if you did enjoy the content we upload at least three videos every week for your viewing pleasure go ahead and leave a comment below if you want to join in the discussion and follow us on twitter at mma on point and myself at balian underscore plays you can now jump in and join the community discord as well if you want to continue the discussion further and i hope you've enjoyed yourselves i'll see you in the next one